Marketing, entrepreneurship, and all things small business. You're listening to the Profit 911 Podcast. Now, here's your host, Justin Miller. Welcome to the podcast and episode 11. This is a fun one. What to do when crazy enters your company. Tales of employee drama from the dark side. We probably both have way more of these than we want to admit. Everyone does. Yeah. Uh, you know, even better coming off of last week's with Brian, where we're talking about outsourcing everything. <laughs> now we get to talk about the bad side of uh, employees. Yep. Um, and how appropriate that you know my staff has showed up for the day. All uh, right, time to hear this one. Sure. <laughs> Current staff's amazing. Uh, okay, so tales of employee drama. So everyone has one of these stories. In fact, I was just out to uh, lunch with my insurance broker, and and he was telling me about how over the course of the last three months. Uh, him and his partner, they have kind of a real estate investment business, if you will. Uh, someone that was running that had skirted off with $50,000 from their account. And they took a trip to Disney World and bought a car. Hmm. That's ha- a, happiest place on earth. That's a, Yeah, real happy. I could, You know what I could do with that kind of money at Disney? Wow. Every time the kids would say, Dad, can I have that? Yeah, and, and the money's gone. I... I don't think that there's a way for them to recover that. I don't think what happened was insurable. Uh, it's gone. Uh, so that's that's pretty dramatic. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty high end. That's I mean, most most kind of drama situations don't result in a loss of 50K. I mean, there's a lot of people, though, that think that employees, you know, show up late, leave early and steal while they're there. I'm not saying I subscribe to that necessarily, but... No, that is pretty common. There are a lot of people that do think that, I think. And... There's everything on the small end from someone stealing office supplies. You know, I did have to have a conversation once with a staff member who figured out how to jimmy our vending machine to where they could get stuff to drop out. Mm -hmm. And I had to explain why that was theft. You had to explain to this person? Like, you know, they wanted to blame it on the machine for not, you know, preventing that. Well, that's a unique defense. Your machine (laughs) should have not allowed me to jimmy it. Huh. Yeah, if I, if I mean, I, I think this. it's even funnier because I know who this person is. <laughs> I mean, well, maybe we've talked about this. We have. Well, the point got across to him when I, you know, shared the story of my father's employment. Yeah, he worked at a major multinational company, and he had to fire someone who the surveillance and security in the building had caught taking coins out of the coffee, you know, cup. You know, you put some coins in <laughs> yeah. for coffee. Yeah. I mean, you need it that bad, really? I mean, this was someone that probably had a near six-figure job and was fired for taking 50 cents. Huh. You know, they set up a whole sting and put pinhole cameras in the ceilings and recorded the whole thing to cover their butts. And yeah, he had to fire this person. Yeah, see, how does a... I don't know. To me, I don't... How do you, how do you have to explain to somebody that stealing a candy bar... Did you pay for it? No. But I got the machine to give it to me for free. That, I mean, I... <laughs> That to me, I would have no problem if when I was stocking the machine, I said to that person, "Hey, do you want a candy bar? Here, I'll give you, I'll give you one." But if I'm not there and you're trying to jimmy the machine, well, that it's it's situational, right? So there's a certain amount of people that will always steal. Uh huh. There's a certain amount of people that will never steal, and then the vast majority of people, it's situational. It is. You're right. Am so, I going to get? That's true. Situational ethics are really. That's true. Let's that, go back to the vending machine. Yeah. So, what about the two four in the vending machine? Your product falls, hits the other one. Yeah. 
I'm, personally, I'm good with that. Yep. Because yep, it, it's never happened to me, but I, I, <laughs> I'm not, you're right. I probably wouldn't call the company and say, can I send you 50 cents? <laughs> so, but I assume in this vending machine though, you, the company was paying, were paying for the stuff that was in the vending machine. Well, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's, so to me, it might only cost you 35 cents to put that in there, but if he's doing that once a day, eventually. Well, yeah, so that's theft. Let's let's talk more about crazy. So <laughs> I'm going to just read you what was one of my number one blog posts, if you will. I used to do like daily or weekly blogs with a lot of this stuff uh, for business owners. This was one of the, that got most responsive to everything, and it was titled What to Do in Crazy Energy Company. So the crazy in this case I refer to is a person. Despite some very rigid hiring requirements and processes, every once in a while, crazy finds his way into our company. Over 100 employees have been part of this company since I started it, and this somewhat comes with the territory, but it can still surprise you every once in a while. So we had someone that no-called, no-showed to a job and therefore got fired. Very strict policy on that. You no-show, <laughs> wedding company again at the time. No-show to a wedding, I'm done with you. That's a problem. Yeah. So we did cover it with another staff member, but we have policy and there's no second chance. So this person fell completely off the grid for several days. We couldn't contact him until he sent this flaming torch via text message to me or actually to his manager. So I, one level below me. So here, here's the quote. I'm assuming you all fired me. Good choice. I didn't believe in your company to begin with, but honestly, I want to speak a bit on that point. You have no direction whatsoever and it's terrible. You spread yourself so thin and are always in the context of constant, quote, higher, higher, higher to trap idiots into Justin's bullshit. I don't care about his company and his growth. I don't agree with his policy as a business owner. He is bad at business and you need to deal with that. I don't care if I burn a bridge with saying what I say, but honestly, training should be paid for the whole way, not me working an entire day with no pay. I won't sit here and defend my actions because I feel like you shit on me and my skills by adhering to, quote, company policy. Obviously, the policy doesn't work if your overturn rate is so high. Just realize that this company is crap. If you were really legit like you made it sound, you wouldn't have had any problems. It would move like an efficient machine. Oh, and by the way, the whole non-reference thing is bullshit. He wanted us to give him a reference after this, apparently. An employment <laughs> reference. Um, you people act as if you're an established corporate entity. You aren't. I've handed my business card out to plenty of people spanning the entire sales demographic, and none of them have heard of you. Wow. Woo! Jeez. Yeah. Don't hold back. So, by the way, my process worked wonderfully because crazy left the company. <laughs> it did. Yeah. Eliminated the crazy. Yeah. Isn't it funny, though, how perception to someone like that who is creating the crazy, it's so easy. I mean, that's what they want to do. They want to turn it on you. Yeah. Well, honestly, this one surprised me. Um, Had been a good employee up to that point? Uh, yeah. It was a fairly new employee yet. So, he's kind of in probationary watch you know wasn't in a critical role um but we were trying to fast track him because i did see potential um so crazy gets in even with the screening process screening process does also stop people so we're hiring right now as as we record this for a project manager manager position and we had someone get about three quarters of the way through the process they're doing some employment tests and things like that we spent about a hundred dollars at this point 150 dollars on testing you know, they got fed up and stopped mid-test and fired off, you know, an email that I'm done with this process. 
But better to know after 150 than after... Oh, it was the best $150 I ever spent. But they were mad because they had spent, you know, they probably invested an hour and a half between applying and doing everything mm. else to this point for a full-time salary job. <laughs> <laughs> mm. it's not surprised they're looking for work, evidently. Yeah, it's, it's neat. Yeah. Whew. All right. So, that's so always, how long ago did that happen? Oh, I don't know. Five years at this point. Interesting. Um, let's see. Do I follow up in this article? No, I didn't follow up. So he finally. So did you respond to any of those text messages, or you just let that go? You just let that roll off your shoulder. Do you? No, respond? I didn't respond to it. Because that's the problem. I would probably respond. Yeah. No. 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 Um. <laughs> so this employee also wins the award of being the only one to show up with police at the office to get his stuff out. Oh, now I know who it is. Okay. <laughs> yeah. When you buy a company, you tend to hear all kinds of stories. From the funny thing for me is some of these stories like this one, I hear I hear the owner, you, but even the employees that were left over told me the exact same story. Oh, that's yeah, how that's, that's how when you know something is really dead on right is when everyone's giving you the same story. Well, thankfully, this didn't happen much. So this was a, a big occurrence. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. And now that explains, too, why when this person attempted to have me hire them after I owned the company and I asked you about it, you were very to the point. Oh, of, yeah. You probably um, didn't get the quote, but here, here was no, the No, I didn't get to hear the crazy that, story. That was not a text to me. That was a text to his supervisor. Um, interesting. Um, the other one I'll share real quick before the break, um, which I'll call a mental break. So we had a key employee, and this one you know really well, uh, who was essentially operating the company at that point. And this employee just quit in dramatic fashion uh, out of this one completely out of the blue, uh, walked in, said they were done, left, uh, left a pretty big void in the company and uh, really was the impetus for me selling the company. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to restaff that position. I didn't want to deal with everything around it. So it, it was a catalyst in me selling the company to you. Um, so there's some lessons there as well, but that one came out of nowhere. Um, it was out of character and just happened. So we we have to be not necessarily preparing for these things, but we have to know what we would do if they. Well, did and happen. that's the funny thing that I think about too. Then, so you didn't see it coming. It it was it was out of character. So then, some of these crazy things, no matter how much we prepare, no matter how much we're ready, they happen. That's kind of why we call them crazy because there are that you don't see it coming. Yeah, this is the problem with humans versus systems. <laughs> Humans have, yep. have uh, well, ra- rational, well, irrational thought in this irrational, case. Irrational, more, more often, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, systems just just are systems. And people often, you're right. It's And knowing this person and knowing the story and knowing some of that follow-up, I'm amazed to, to see how can you go from this to suddenly one day it's this and it's like a clean break with no explanation. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. So uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, I have a couple more good tales of these are both employee quitting stories in dramatic fashion. And then we'll wrap up with uh, lessons on uh, how to prevent as much as possible.
And now, now, back to the Profit 911 podcast with your host, Justin Miller. Ah, we are back with the craziness of being a business owner. Hey, I quit. Yeah, what, out. what's new when crazy enters or leaves your company? It's always better when it leaves, probably. Well, yeah, it, it usually is. I mean, sometimes you feel like you're stuck with crazy. You're always better without it, though. Well, that's the thing. Some of the stories you've told already are about like crazy, like on my way out, I'm going to be crazy. But some of it is ongoing crazy that, that doesn't result in someone quitting. But there's there's sometimes there's just crazy every day and you're like, can, well, I, yeah, put, can some, I put up with this person longer? Well, and some of like Dave Ramsey's entree leadership teachings, he'll ask you, you know, you know, right now there's someone in your company that really needs to be fired. You know, can you picture that person? Mm-hmm. And then the problem is, if you pictured someone, the point is they should be fired. Like, yeah. If you can come up with a name, that person shouldn't be there. It's doing a disservice to you and them. Kind of like this JetBlue flight attendant back in, uh, this is an old one, 2010. Do you remember this story? Kind of, yeah. Yep. So JetBlue flight attendant Steven Slater quits his job in dramatic style by sliding down his plane's emergency escape chute while the aircraft stopped near the gate at JFK Airport. <laughs> would have been a good video i don't think there was video um and i think this was the first one because i seem to remember there was another flight attendant that did this and also chugged some beers before he did it mm-hmm. off the off the car i do remember that yeah yeah so <laughs> the interesting part let's see he claims his actions were prompted by the behavior of a rude passenger and the interesting part is he became a, a media sensa- media sensation and of course he did. We've put him up on a pedestal. Naturally. Like he's, he is a hero uh-huh. to the working class. Yeah. Um, let's see. You know, got in an argument with a passenger over luggage, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Here we go. Flight attendant got on the plane's PA system, cursed at the passenger and said, quote, I've been in this business for 20 years and that's it. I've had it. I'm done. Oh, wait, no, this is it. Yeah, afterward, he took two beers from the beverage cart, deployed the emergency exit, and started down the slide. Realizing he'd left his bags on the aircraft, he scrambled back up the slide to retrieve them before fleeing down the chute again. Uh, After leaving, he drove home. Uh, Obviously, was soon taken into police custody, and blah, 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 blah. But then they put him on, you know, he was on all kinds of TV shows. He, he had to get your, all your fame and your yeah, 10 he had minutes a Facebook and, fan page. He got <laughs> offers to do reality TV and product endorsement. Um, let's see what happened to this guy. Uh, pled guilty to a couple charges. What is the actual charge? He, he, he was charged with reckless endangerment, criminal mischief and criminal trespassing. He actually pled guilty to two counts of attempted criminal mischief and did not go to jail. Of course. He agreed to undergo regular mental health and substance abuse counseling sessions for a year, and he was required to pay ten grand in restitution to replace the emergency chute. Seems reasonable. <laughs> Although at that point, when you get on the PA, you're, you got to go all out. You're going to get because if he doesn't go all the way through, he's going to get fired anyway. So you're on your way out one way or the other at that point. Well, yeah, he he wins. He d- I mean, he, <laughs> it's true. He, he gets a trophy. He does. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I'm sure he did nothing. He probably could have parlayed that a little bit and made sure to cover his $10,000 fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure the lesson here, but it's kind of scary. And here, here is another one. And this is a YouTube. And we'll try and cut the, the video in the clip. But the audio is, is good enough that 
Uh, if you're listening to audio podcast, I'll play this one. This one is a YouTube video entitled Joey Quits. Worker quits hotel job with a marching band. Have you seen this one? No, but in, when I looked at the show notes, I thought this must be good. Oh, yeah, yeah. So this guy is irritated. It's about a three-minute clip. We'll just kind of play it, and we'll, we'll try and talk you through some of what's going on in the video. Um, and we'll try and piece it back. We'll give you a link in the show notes, too. So they're, they're outside the hotel, kind of setting right. up. Ready? Okay. <laughs> My name's... I've worked in this hotel, the Providence Renaissance, for three and a half years. They treat us like shit here, and I'm going to go in and quit right now with the help of my bandmates in the What Cheer Brigade. Shares the band name, but not his own name. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> so there's what, maybe like right. ten people or so, a little less maybe. This must be, it's either late at night or early in the morning too, because it's dark out. Hey, there's a tuba. <laughs> He's got all the essential. Um, uh, he's got a drummer. Yeah, he's got all the essential. I think uh, I even saw like a keyboard. Bandmates, like a, yeah. Um, some horns and some keyboards. Kind of in like the back hallways of the hotel here. This, uh, There's some thought that went into this. Oh, yeah. Oh, what do we got? We got a trumpet. We got yep. a saxophone. Drums and cymbals. <laughs> wow. They're even getting organized in the hallway. They know what they're doing. Yeah, so they're in like back hallway clearly in a non-public area although i don't know if you can hide the sound of a band see now i'm thinking that i could go onto youtube and search you know quitting job and there would bring up lots of videos this there's, is there's probably more so these these guys were some of the i'll say originals the first ones yep. that got famous the yep. flight attendant and this guy three days without an accident sign on the wall says pretty safe place to work <laughs> I think someone actually changes that sign on their way out if you keep an eye out in the video. <laughs> I don't know what they write in there, but... So Joey did dress up for this, it looks like. He's in a yeah, he's not wearing his uh, hotel oh, here, uniform. Oh, here comes a suit around the corner. Guys, what is this? Guys, all of you, out right now. Jared, I'm here to tell you that I'm quitting. The look on the boss's face. <laughs> oh yeah, she does change the sign. Look. <laughs> Got a good bass drum in there, dude. <laughs> As he waves out the door. That's pretty funny. Uh. <laughs> they're wow. still going outside Yeah, they're going to go outside and make some more noise So what are the chances that he got arrested for that? Uh, he boy, got away They're still playing I, I don't think he did <laughs> I mean, he made his point <laughs> he, he did And that video has over 7.5 million views Wow I wonder if he monetized it Probably not uh, So here, here's a quote So Joey is the hero of all downtrodden workers because he's the embodiment of take this job and shove it. He's living out the fantasies of countless workers who also hate their bosses. Whew. Managers should remember that if you're terrible to your people while they're working for you, your formerly silent former employees will have a platform to out you yeah, really? in a potentially public way, and that sentiment can affect your business too. 
I don't think it affected the hotel at all. No, because I don't think that too many people that are booking that high-end hotel are searching for that video on YouTube. <laughs> Trying to see if it, it gives us a follow-up. Seven and a half million. That's a lot. Yeah. Well, oh, wait. Sentence to... Oh, no, this is someone else. I thought for sure he'd get arrested for uh, trespassing or something like that. Um, yeah, he was pushing for employees... Pushing for people to enjoy a uh, join a union, uh, irritating management there. Yeah. So, all right. As as a business owner, this is kind of scary, actually. See, yeah, I'm I'm thinking about that. It, it, not a guy like me who has three or four employees, but if I'm you know a food like a like a restaurant, or if I'm um, a supermarket that there are a hundred people working in any given time, can you imagine a, like a marching band showing up to high V? Yeah. Well, I mean, the guys that quit on me like that weren't, yeah, creative enough to get a marching. Well, that's what I mean. I would have appreciated, though. I'll be honest. That's what I'm saying. There's crazy, and then there's somewhat creative crazy. This wasn't crazy. This was actually creative. He could have just been like, "I'm out two weeks," but that was kind of funny. I'm sure it wasn't appreciated as funny, and he surely did not have to give his two weeks. Yeah, I don't think anyone's ever worked out there two weeks that actually. Gave so, how do you think either. Joey went about getting this next job? Do you think that he was able to parlay that into another job? Well, if uh, he found an employer that's an idiot, probably. Here, oh, here we go. Find, finding a job. So, he can expect to definitely be Googled by hiring and recruiting managers who might take a pass on him because they think, do I want to be the butt of a Joey joke when he quits on me in a few years? This guy seems like a disgruntled employee before if I've ever met him. I think mm-hmm. I'll pass. No, I think that's true. Uh, yeah, definitely. My, here, quote, my guess is he's not going to want to work in the hotel industry. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Key point, yeah. All right, so what, what can we do to try and prevent this? Yeah, we'll make it quick. This is primarily a fun one, but... Um, <laughs> First off, if something hasn't happened to you, it's going to eventually. So the more successful you are, the more haters you're going to have. So as an aside, get a thick skin. Yeah, you can't take everything personally. All right. The other thing, you can't wait. uh, You can't want it more for them than they do for themselves. So if you see potential in someone, you can't hire someone for potential. You can only go on the actions that they give you day to day. So, uh, you know, the first one, you know, the guy that, fired off this flaming text to uh, his supervisor in my company. You know, I saw more in him than he did in himself. You know, lesson learned. Mm -hmm. We can see it, but if it's not being demonstrated, fine. Number two, hire slow, fire fast. If you haven't heard that before, yeah, that's that's true. Most successful people, that's a mantra, Mm -hmm. you know, which also means you're always hiring. You know, when you you desperately need someone is not the right time to be hiring. Um, And if the slow process irritates people, you know, they're probably just as quick out the door when you hire them anyway. Um, number three, it isn't about me. It's about the customer. If someone's focusing on you and not the customer. It's the wrong attitude. Uh, number four, adhere to your policies 100% or there's no point in having them. Yeah, that's true. I, oh, I, hate, to, I hate to admit that, where, but where was that? Where was that quote? I feel like you shit on me and my skills by adhering to, quote, company policy. <sighs> the damn company policy. So he knew what was going to happen. That's true. So you're right. He was just getting it off his chest. He knew what was coming. He just wanted you to know that he thought you were a jerk. And, you know, it's good that people know what's expected and what's going to happen if it doesn't. You don't want people questioning. Um, well, don't you find that if, if they really know what's coming, that 
that sometimes that would prevent some of that behavior? I mean, if someone truly doesn't want to quit, if they just are... Well, yeah, people know what's expected of them. I think most people respect that. And I'm not talking about, you know, making it really hard for them. I'm talking about just so people know the expectations and outcomes and, you know, what happens if they don't hit them. No one has ever... I've never fired anyone. People have quit. Mm -hmm. Some have told me they've quit. Some have made me tell them they're quitting. Yeah. Um, But they know it. Um... Yeah, it isn't about fame. The only people you need to care about knowing uh, are your potential customers. Um, You know, bottom line, develop a thick skin. Keep focusing on the mission. Keep looking ahead. If someone brings a marching band in, yeah, I don't know the hotel name. Boy, they probably could have got some publicity out of that. Yeah, really? I mean, as long as the hotel is doing decent operation, we're pretty sure the employee is crazy from the outside looking in. (laughs) Yeah. Even if we enjoy watching it, employees still crazy. All right, coming up next week, this one's entitled Hurry Up and Wait. So I guess we'll hurry up and wait for next week. Thank you for listening. We'll talk next week. Thanks for listening to the Profit 911 Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and leave your comments. For more information on how Profit 911 Consulting can help grow your service business, visit Profit911.biz.